Greetings, Internet, and welcome to another episode of the Code of Life podcast. Today, we have a very, very special interview for you today. I had the pleasure of sitting down with this man. He specializes in something that he calls gamification. And what this is, basically, is that he sits down with people and he coaches them through their life problems with the mental clarity of playing a video game. Now, when you're playing a video game and when you're going through the process of the challenges in a video game, you don't think about how many times you have failed in your challenges and in your pursuits when you're playing a video game. You don't think about how many times you've died. You only think about the goals that you have going forward. Now, we don't think about that in terms of our life pursuits. We have a tendency to think about how many times we failed. We think more about how many times we fail at a task rather than where we're going with the set task. And that's sort of what his mentality is when he is assisting people. And this man is not not only a talented individual, but a pleasure to sit down with. Ladies and gentlemen, may I have the honor of introducing you to Marty White. Greetings, Internet, and welcome to another episode of the Code of Life podcast. Today, we bring to you another special interview. This man is by far very, very fascinating to me, and I hope he'll be very, very fascinating to you. He is the man, the myth, the legend, the gamer. Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for Marty White. Insert applause or animation. What's up, guys? <laughs> How's it going? <clears throat> Marty, thank you so much for joining us today for today's episode. You, uh, you and me connected through uh, Facebook, through Russell Brunson's Two Comma Club. And as soon as I heard your story, I was completely fascinated. And I was like, oh, my God, I, ne- I need to unpack this man's brain. And so I am very excited to hear more about your story, more in depth about it today, and just hear more about your thought process on your journey in life. So thank you so much for joining us today. Awesome, man. I'm, I'm glad to be here. And uh, I'm glad you're here asking me the questions because sometimes I need a little help unpacking all that's in here. <laughs> so, <laughs> <laughs> Well, I am, I am glad to be your guide on the journey of life. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. So <clears throat> uh I suppose I should start with with a little bit of my bat story, right? Yeah, with uh, with uh, with keeping the gravy train a moving. Uh, tell us a little bit, like, so we're both here on this great journey that we uh we call life. Tell us a little bit uh about yourself and how you've uh la- how you've landed in the hot seat today. What uh, what's brought you to this location in life? <laughs> <sighs> okay, well. It's a complicated place to start, but this is usually the place to start. So I'll start here today. I, uh, growing up in, in high school, I was, uh, I was an athlete and I was a, an artist too. Like I played music. Uh, and I say all that to say, I didn't really connect with a whole lot of people because I was both wherever I came from. Like you had your, your, 
your athletes and you had your band geeks. And I was like constantly towing that line in between where that was. And, uh, I didn't have many friends growing up. Uh, and I spent a lot of time in video games, like played a lot of video games and it was kind of my way to, uh, meditate and relax and escape a little bit from what's, uh, from what the reality of the situation was and uh, to to not go too too much into detail here uh, but back whenever I was uh, just about to graduate high school I had uh, you know I was victimized online I was catfished uh, and what does the term catfished mean for those who <clears throat> are not familiar with it? So catfish is basically somebody uh, creates a relationship with you over the internet, pretends to be somebody that they're not. And, um, you know, I, I was, you know, young and stupid <laughs> back then as most of us are, but uh, it, it literally destroyed me, uh, you know, for a very long time. And I, I kind of stuffed it down and, and tucked that away uh, for a very long time, didn't talk about it. You know, um, I was raised very much to was like, Oh, you have feelings. Like you better choke that stuff down. Like, don't talk about that. Mm-hmm. And, um, so anyway, like all this stuff, like I, I hid that down. I suppressed it, you know, went off to college was probably, you know, by today's standards, a fairly normal college kid. I would, uh, you know, go to class, come back and play video games with the dudes and then go to bed and repeat was pretty much the day. Um, and, uh, by doing so, I set up some pretty bad habits for myself right there as far as health goes. And, uh, that kept spiraling out of control before I, I knew it. Like I didn't know where I wanted to go, uh, in life as far as what I wanted to do, what I wanted to be. And uh, I found myself in a spot where somehow I became a band director and a science teacher. And, and my original uh, designs were to be a uh, like a, a bass guitar player and heavy metal band tour in the world it was really what I wanted. But, uh, you know, by compromising, I was like, oh, well, if I if I just, you know, go to go to school, play it safe, play the safe route, I'll, I'll become a teacher. I found myself in this spot where. I didn't want to, uh, uh, I didn't want to be doing that anymore for a, a number of reasons. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to stay on point here. I told you it was a complicated road. Oh, oh <laughs> please keep on driving that complicated road. <laughs> um, <clears throat> found myself, uh, teaching band and it wasn't like my, my band students were wonderful. Like, don't get it twisted. I love my kids and the, uh, the kids I taught in science and like general music classes, they weren't all that bad either. I mean, there were some bad kids, but, uh, it was, you know, I, a student taught in the public system and I, whenever I actually had my job, uh, I was in the private system and I just did not agree, you know, to, to sum that up. And it was, uh, with the educational system, yeah yeah it was just uh you know get good at taking tests essentially you know it's like it's not teaching you how to learn how to think for yourself at all and um it i I ended up being 100 pounds overweight like you know just coming home playing video games into the night eating junk food uh 
my wife and I, like I was recently married by this point, my wife and I were kind of drifting apart a little bit so much so that like we never got separated in our relationship, so to speak, but we were physically living in two different cities. She took a job somewhere else and that uh, put a lot of strain, like re re poked the bear as far as uh, that catfishing situation had gone because you know, like to me, it was like, there was this reality of like, th this is the way things are. And then it was yanked out from underneath. And it was like, none of that was real, you know? And right. Um, while that was going on, I was carrying on like a very similar long distance relationship with my wife, you know, like from the way it was like over the phone, over the internet type of communications. And, um, uh, I eventually got to my breaking point when I was watching the ultimate fighter one night. And, uh, I, I remember like sitting on the couch, drinking beer, watching the ultimate fighter. Like, I wish I could be like those guys that like are putting like they're ripped and they're playing the ultimate game, putting that out there in front of everybody. Wish I could do that. And that's when that sort of hit me where I was like, I'm going to train like a fighter. You know, that was just my idea. I was like, I'm going to get back to my fighting weight. And so I started doing that. I started training like a fighter, eating like a fighter, and dropped that 100 pounds, uh, got out of teaching. And that's where the entrepreneurial journey really began. After, like, there was a summer where I didn't do much except be a bum and try and figure out what the hell I had done to my so, life. So what made you want to take that, take that jump what was that emotional state that you're in where it's like i'm gonna i'm done with teaching and i want to start my own my own entrepreneur journey what was that tell us about that emotional state that you were in it's like goodbye old life so i would really say that came down uh you know the day i i was honest with myself and i was like look dude like this the thing that you're living in no longer resembles your life or the life you saw at all mm -hmm. it's like you're you're working so hard uh at this job like and it's you know teaching is one of the most thankless jobs that there is and um and being overweight for so long and I, I sort of found this out the hard way and I like they took me I, I felt bad for a while telling people like this whenever I was coaching them and nutrition counseling and stuff but it's like kind of the truth uh, from my own experience it's like when you are that much overweight from a like bi very biological level you know like from a very primal based level people don't listen to you like they don't they don't really connect with you. they're like this this organism can't manage its own biology. It's like, why should I listen to what, it, what it's saying? And that was kind of compounded with, uh, you know, teaching a bunch of people who didn't want to be taught. And mm. it, and it, and it, it was very, very, very devaluing and very, um, I'm not sure exactly what the word is for it, uh, because it is very complicated emotion, but it, it like, it made me angry whenever people weren't listening to me. It made me, uh, kind of really question myself and, and, uh, fear like not being good enough. Like just this whole thing of inadequacy is like, will I ever be good enough? And whenever I had that realization, it's like, I'm working so hard, uh, 
to, at the time I was saying, please other people, but I was really trying to be good enough for myself at that time period too. And it's something that I struggled a lot with along the way. So you knew, you knew that no matter where you were going in life, you had come to the realization that this teaching job that you're in, this body that you were in at the time, both, both place and in body, this was not your final destination. Right. Right. And, uh, was that how, how was that realization for you to come to terms with? Oh, it was difficult. It was, it was very difficult. I would say that I, uh, uh, still struggle with it at times, but, uh, back then, are, are you asking specifically like whenever I made that change from like fat to competing in MMA? Like, is that where we are right now? Uh, just, uh, just the transition of leaving your, like, I, I think of it as, uh, for the, uh, for everyone in the audience that gets the reference, uh, I think of it in Doctor Who terms, like you're leaving your old, you're leaving your past self behind and we're all different people mm -hmm. moving throughout our lives. But sometimes transitioning from the old self into the new self can be difficult. And sometimes it's hard, it's hard to resist. It's sometimes you resist the change when yeah. it's necessary. Yeah, I, uh, yes, a absolutely. And that, um, that kind of brings me to like probably the second act. Like there's a good, there's a good second chunk for it to make sense to figure out how we actually got here today. So, uh, with, with that being said, um, I felt so like I went from this place of feeling completely powerless, you know, like, uh, for a long time, I was that person that played the victim. Like, Oh, I can't, I can't change this. I can't, you know, because of this blah 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 mm -hmm. insert, insert excuse i can't because of blank da 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 <laughs> yeah right and uh whenever i dropped the weight and i was like hey let's let's do something with this it's like you you put in all this hard work you you like drop down lean down let's do something with it uh but i didn't realize i was still trying to suppress down and beat down the those parts of me that were still afraid and I wasn't coming to terms with it. You know, like I was doing everything outwardly possible to make it look as if I was okay. And I was really not. And, you know, I remember like feeling screwed with the path that I had chosen. Like after, after, like I only had two fights, like it was a very short career. I, uh, I blew my knees out in the process. I've always had bad knees, but, um, it, I, I I won that first fight, and it was like this like leather slinging bloody fight. Like I was I was bloody. Like I hardly touched the other guy, but I managed to actually win. Like I choked him out. <laughs> but, um, like I got to the end, it was like yeah, hand raised, and it was like, is this all there is? <laughs> like 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 as as soon as I felt the rush of like yes, I did it. It was like that that was it. Like that, this is the same feeling I get whenever I win around on Rainbow Sit Siege. It's like this is not <laughs> this this is not good. So um, eventually, all that culminated in like I would just train and train and train, and then my knees blew out on me because I would never let myself rest. Because again, wasn't good enough. 
and uh, I had ACL surgery, had to rebuild my body back from scratch. And uh, I, I just added these little gamification principles in there, like with things like walking again, like it started with just learning how to walk again. It was like, so uh, what's game? Uh, maybe this is a good time to transition. What's gamification? We talked about this a little prior when we were on messenger, but for those that uh, might not understand the concept, what's gamification? All right. So gamification is just, applying uh game concepts to these different things in in life and business uh you can you can just think of it as it, it's a way of framing the learning process in a way that takes away fear of failure and, and uh encourages playing full out encourages uh going the extra mile because i mean that's what games are for games are chosen hard work life is hard work too the only difference between life or reality whatever you want to call it in a game is what you choose so uh that's this is really where it began turning for me on on this level of like coming to terms with what was actually wrong within myself and being able to heal those and tap into those emotions because i uh, i had uh, I guess forgotten would be the right way to put it. I had forgotten what emotions felt like because that event way back when like turned my, turned me off for a long time. Like I was a very cold person. And then once it started to come back on, it's like, I didn't understand uh, what the messages were. I didn't understand how to use them. Didn't understand what they meant. And I found that they also were correlating with my physical body like my ability to move, my ability to get my range of motion back, my strength back, all these things were causing these different cascades of emotions to come in that I had not felt uh, in a long time. And I, and, I, and I found that I would do these certain things, like I would just be like, hey, let's get 10 squats in, uh, in, in between rounds and let's just see what happens. Let's just do that. Like it, it started at these little simple things like there. And I just give myself imaginary points imaginary, imaginary rewards or real rewards. You know, it's like just, it's what it does. Uh, games are meeting your needs on a fundamental level in an empowering way from certainty, uncertainty, significance, love or connection, growth and contribution. Like, it's allowing you to hit all those things and that's what's causing an addiction. So I, I, you know, decided I was like, these are the things that I'm going to create an addiction around on purpose that are going to propel me through life as opposed to being beaten down by addictions or even addiction from a, a standpoint of uh, negative emotions and just overindulging in negative emotions without taking them for the action signals that they are. That's amazing. And uh, it's absolutely something that's fascinated me. So you were in this process of uh, you're in this process of healing from from your injuries and you're using, OK, one one win, one mile at a time. Mm -hmm. uh, tell us about uh, and in this also, in this process, you're also on your entrepreneur journey. Uh, is that the stage where this uh, part of the story takes place? Yes. So 
prior to my injuries, while I was, while I was competing, I was also, uh, I had started my nutrition counseling business, uh, cause, uh, you know, identity is huge. One of the many things we're learning in, in, uh, two CCS and, and marketing as a whole is how important an identity is that somebody I, I, I takes on and personifies. Mm-hmm. And I was, uh, you know, I was like, okay, I lost a hundred pounds, never want that to come back. So I'm going to be a coach who teaches people not to be fat. So I cannot be fat anymore. Like that, that's how I use the identity back before I even understood what that meant really. And, uh, once I went down with my injury, like I was, I was personal training people. I was out like physically hustling, talking to people, uh, getting them to, you know, come under my wing for my coaching or whatnot. And then that was gone. That, that set me down, uh, hard for a while. And being the entrepreneur that I am, I'm like, okay, well, I'm not physically moving anywhere. How can I, how can I reach people on the internet? It's like, business is, online online as the future is like just i have to figure this out didn't know what i was doing uh at all and was terrible on camera for a very long time too like just god awful i would have a a friend of mine he'd call me and be like we're friends right it's like (laughs) (laughs) you know you know it's never good whenever it starts out with you know you know we're friends right and he was like try smiling again this was this was that time where the emotions had been turned off for a long time. And, uh, I tried and tried and tried and I was like, okay, I got to start like figuring this out because the business was starting to fail because I couldn't move. And I was like, all right, how can I, I so that's when I started learning click funnels, Russell Brunson, like everything I could just started geeking out, learning all that stuff. I was like, all right, publish how can I make myself publish and kind of be in a semi good mood I was like all right well I'll I'll play video games and stream because that's taking my mind off of the pain you know mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, uh, mind off of physical pain and, and I'm able to talk about my health coaching and nutrition and things like that and that worked just as long as it took me to get up from surgery like as soon as I was wow. like it, it's, as soon as I was healed uh, enough to really move some more like I started training and I was like stopped twitch streaming for for a long time um and uh I really got serious into the funnel game after that like I was like okay all right I have to figure this out figure this out so I uh, went to funnel hacking live 2018 and got on on year one went went all the way through uh the two CCHs program last year, and I'm here for round two, talking to you about the code of life. Now <laughs> <laughs> we're here. We finally made it. All right, that's amazing. <laughs> so what? Uh, when you when you were in this state of all right, I used the mental state of video games to heal myself, and then I used the mental state to get myself up in the morning, commit myself to publishing what was what was the overall plan not just to change your mental state but also to use this stuff use this mindset of publishing 
to create an income for yourself and for your business. What was your goal going forward? What would, did you have an overall like step-by-step -step plan or was it, was it a one day at a time sort of challenge for you? Um, I would say, I, I would say it definitely started off one day at a time because that was, uh, my life for a long time. Uh, after, after taking that, uh, that reset to everything and having to really come to terms with, there was something, uh, much deeper going on, but what, what ended up happening was I would notice that whenever I played games, like I, I, I went, like I probably went through every, every emotional route I could, because there was also this part of me that felt really guilty, like that I was, you know, chasing my dreams in the first place you know like I grew up as like oh it's like take the safe route play it safe blah 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 so I had this like number one you're dumb for for trying uh number two it's like with video games come on dude and so it was like like I'm at the time just turning 30 years old and I'm like why is this important to me you know why is this so freaking important uh because I couldn't stop like I knew that video games were a part of this. And so uh, I took them out of my life for a long time. It was, it was pretty much like something you said just before we uh, hopped on the podcast. I was like, it's not an income generating activity. I'm just wasting time. Let's, let's get that out of here. And before too long, uh, I found like everything I was working on was like clashing together and not making any sense. And, mm. and, and I was like, what's, what's happening? Like, I, I'm only doing productive things now. It's like, why is, why is everything crazy? And, uh, I went along like that for a while and I was like, dude, I'm, I'm not, I'm not getting that time in because what I was finding out were these little things, uh, little behaviors in game. Like if I was to, too impatient or something in a match like oh. i'd be I, I i'd be like i'm being impatient in game where else am i being impatient right now in my life and i'd look and there'd be something and um that that's one example like that's something i still do a lot like if i can't quite get a heading on something i'm like something's up let me just step back breathe a minute play for a second and it's like oh i got it i'm doing this like over here um and that's one example another thing i did was so it, it was kind of like learning to walk again was like trying to trying to play a game that you know how to play but all of a sudden the controls don't work mm. so so like i'm sitting there it's like okay i know i know how to walk intellectually how come I can't walk? Like the, it's a, it's a very damaging surgery uh, and it, uh, it messes with nerves. So your brain's like saying bend knee, walk leg and, and this kind of stuff. And it's not happening. Uh, so, uh, I was playing rainbow sit siege and streaming rainbow sit siege, uh, on at spots whenever I was streaming. And I was like, okay, what if, I do the same thing with Siege. Like I never played on mouse and keyboard before. I was like, let's go learn to play that game over on mouse and keyboard. And I was 
like doing these different things and I would come up with these like crazy things learn it's it's a hodgepodge of stuff but basically uh there's there was a system to everything there were parallels going on and I'd be like making up stuff and thinking of uh podcast titles and and life lessons based off of dumb mistakes I was making in game or good or good stuff I was doing in game I was like there's a parallel there there's a parallel there and it just it kind of became its own thing that's that's incredible um I'm amazed that you like not so many people when they when they play games and then they try things in life it's it's almost it almost has the opposite effect but it's all about asking ourselves the right questions and having the right perspective which you've amazingly managed to do it's all about if you if we have that sort of perspective if we have like oh oh only the, the failures are progressing us in the right direction yeah it's that that key can sometimes like oh like that's the light bulb that can change everything so it's it's incredible that you've managed to do that and one other thing like this is I feel like this is pretty relevant uh, especially since you said what you said about you know like uh video games get a bad rap anyway because you know supposedly oh, yeah. like all what's wrong with the world mm-hmm. because people play video games that's why violence exists obviously so that's a whole other conversation that we don't yeah. need to go into. <laughs> but anyway, just an opportunity to throw rocks. We're throwing <laughs> rocks here. Um, uh, I use it like as a gauge and as, almost like a test sometimes because the gaming community can be very toxic, and this is why. They're usually more often than not meeting their needs in a very destructive way first like they're they're using video games as i did uh for a long time to suppress negative emotions and not deal with the true stuff because you know uh if if this person was anything like i was back in the day this person felt very insignificant and ignored and like in in the video game world you can be whatever whoever Mm -hmm. you know you you can be powerful there so a lot of people are uh, getting their significance derived from whatever level they are in an online game and they're getting their certainty in the rule set. They're getting their variety and actually playing the game. They're getting connection with uh, other people, like good or bad, it's still connection. Like you can have a toxic interaction, but it's still connection. Or, right. you, can have, or you can have a, uh, like an empowering connection. And then you also get this, I don't want to call it a false it it sort of is and sort of isn't depending on how you look at this uh it gives you a sense of false growth i guess but it's really growth to me because you are getting better at a skill like because esports is a thing like it is a sport it is a skill now and then contribution like you have the ability to contribute and be a team player and those are like the six ingredients that you need to become addicted now if you you flip it around on its head, which is at the core of it, what I do is I flip addiction around on its head and make it empowering instead of disempowering is it's like, now let's go find our certainty in our own physical body. Let's find our variety in our marketing or our story message for the day. So 
because uh, you never know what story is going to resonate. You never know which one is going to hit. So that's going to satisfy your variety game, innovating on your business, just adding one brick, uh, not in, notice I didn't say inventing, uh, innovating uh, is bringing two concepts that are known together instead of like inventing something brand new that no one's ever seen before because that doesn't exist. Mm-hmm. There's like getting connection with your family or inner circle. Like I understand it's extenuating circumstances and family is a wide area to call things, but there's that one. Your expansion, your learning and, and uh, learning new things, growing as a person, picking up skills like online marketing, funnel building, copywriting, things of that nature. And then fulfillment, like what, what actually makes you feel like doing those things, which if it's video games for you, okay. If it's, uh, I don't know, underwater basket weaving for you, okay. It's like whatever fills you up for you to be able to play the rest of that game and in doing so, you're meeting all your needs in an empowering way first so that whenever you do log in online and you are playing and you are exposed to the, the filth that can be out there online and the toxic behavior on there. It's an opportunity to, to practice dealing with those kind of people uh, if you choose to look at it that way, or it's uh, an opportunity to take the higher road and just like hit the mute button, like whatever it is. It's like, that's still like, oh, this person is causing pressure and noise in my life, mute. Like, mm-hmm. and, and that, that used to be such a big deal for me. Cause I had a lot of people that were close to me that were kind of toxic for me and it was hard to hit the mute button. Right. I've, I firmly believe that you are a reflection of the top five people that you spend the most time with. And Mm -hmm. that all some, sometimes people forget that that also includes like your online relationships. So many relationships are not restricted to the local communities now and so sometimes people have uh, like we were talking about before in the podcast about transitioning from the old life to the new life some people have uh, it's very very difficult to let go of a previous self and then transition into a new life mm-hmm. yeah so in uh, in a nutshell I don't think we've uh, touched on this yet uh, in a nutshell, tell us now that you've uh, are moving into this entrepreneur world. Tell us about your business. Uh, what uh, what do you do, uh, and how do you how do you help the world? How do you help your clients? Okay, so it is a it is a holistic approach. It's a it's a three sixty approach, and what I mean by that is it's across health, wealth, and relationships. It's the uh, it's the have it all approach. And I use these gamification principles to make that happen. Uh, And what I do for my clients is I help them build and structure their own game that they're not only capable of winning, but they're they're going to be challenged by it and they're going to be uh, at a level of fulfillment and joy like they've never experienced before because – you know, is built off of their individual strengths and desires and what they actually want. Because one of the most powerful add-ons to a question, like 
sort of sort of becoming that new person is you know how can i is like almost that first stage of it and there's uh mm-hmm. there's the big uh big transition between uh, how can i and then who can already do that but uh you're not always able to jump directly to that uh so it's like how can how can i do this and enjoy the process really changes that question and just by adding on and enjoy the process so uh looking at it we we dissect it down and uh i give them nutrition plans stretches uh workout routines journaling activities uh and all sorts of things that are used to create their own personalized game that's incredible. And this is for uh, your clients are working on weight loss. Uh, yes. Yes. So, some of them, some of them are, uh, that's, that's really not the most important thing. And that's actually been uh, speaking of the entrepreneurial journey. Part of a large learning curve for me was figuring out how to actually market this 360 approach, this have it all approach, because whenever you are trying to get people in the door and interested, uh, you have to choose one of those pillars, you know, whether it be just straight health, straight wealth, straight relationships. Um, I would say I work best with the people who are looking to uh, fit the relationship with themselves so they can fit all the other areas of life. Cause that's where, that's where it all really stems from. And, and that's where it really shines. That's, that sounds amazing. I'd, uh, if someone wanted to seek out uh, either your either your services or just find out some of these success stories that you have, uh, where where would they go? Um, right now, I'm running a free web class, and all you got to do to get to that is go to gearitupinsider.com forward slash win gearitupinsider dot com forward slash win awesome be sure be sure to go to that website it'll be in the description of this podcast one last thing i always love to close the podcast out with this question let's say someone out there in the ether that is the internet is listening to this podcast and let's say that that person is a version of your past self they're someone who is overweight they are seeking success they're in a they're stuck in a vert they're stuck in a state of life that they know they don't belong in what but but maybe they don't realize that they're in a state of life that they don't belong in right now they haven't had the epiphany that you had so what were what would you say to this person what words of advice would you give to this person that's in this situation right now um i would i would tell them to play to win that would be it because uh something that i was very guilty of at this time uh for this particular person that i feel like we're speaking to right now i was very guilty of just playing just to play like i wasn't trying to win i was actually probably scared to win uh because that meant uh expectations there we go 
that meant expectations. Like people would be like, Oh, you, you're good at this. Now you can, now you can do it. Like I had a big time fear of success and fear of failure complex going on at the same time. Very difficult to, to unravel, but um, I would just say play to win, play to win. Short, simple and to the point. I like it. Mm. Marty, thank you so much for joining us for this, uh, what I thought was amazing story on the Code of Life podcast. Oh, and no problem at all. It's been a pleasure. Marty, I salute you and your journeys in life in gamification. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it too. And I say to our audience, have a, have a good day, have a good evening, and have a good night.